Welcome to another episode of Authentic Entrepreneur. I am Chad Wagner, your host. Very excited to have you guys on the show today. Authentic Entrepreneur is about real people living their truth through business and entrepreneurship. Our guest today is Mark Russin from American Doxy. American Doxy is a lifestyle brand built around what is my favorite animal, the dachshund or the wiener dog. For those of you who do know me, you'll know that my dachshund olive goes with me almost everywhere. And so I'm super stoked to have Mark joining us today. Mark, are you on the call? I'm on the call. Thanks for having me, Chad. Dude, I'm super stoked to have you here. It's It's been uh, about a month in the waiting. I've been excited to, to talk to you about your business, man. Awesome. I appreciate it. So right off the top, uh, I think it's best if you can kind of describe what is American Doxy, since we don't have a very good visual here. Let us know what you're about. Yeah, so I think you both covered the boilerplate, uh, you know, a lifestyle apparel and goods company for dachshund owners, dachshund enthusiasts, you know, wiener dog owners. And uh, I guess essentially uh, what distinguishes us is that, you know, early on we saw an opportunity to uh, kind of create more trending designs for, the, I guess, the younger generation. You know, when you think of a shirt that uh, celebrates, you know, like a dog or something like that, you think of something kind of crappy and tacky, just a clip art of a dog on a shirt. So we kind of saw an opportunity to uh, make some more trendy designs, something a little bit more fashionable uh, that people could, you know, actually want to go out and wear. Um, and given that, you know, better quality garments, something softer to feel, um, traditional screen printing with water-based inks. So just overall, just a better quality product in our eyes. And, uh, you know, just trying to uh, cater to that, that younger generation that, that needs a little bit more, you know, uh, in terms of what they kind of put over their chest and what they wear around. Yeah, it makes sense. Something that uh, we can feel comfortable in, even even myself, you know. Um, if I was to describe kind of your your line, it's kind of an Americana vibe. I feel like there's a lot of flags involved, kind of some stars and stripes. Um, I like the baseball tee look. And like you said, it's all like super comfortable. Yeah, like uh, initially when we started, I'd kind of, didn't have it in mind to go with that Americana or that, that, you know, kind of patriotic kind of theme, but it just happened out that way. When I first started, I had essentially four kind of freestyle type designs and I was kind of seeing what the market would respond to. And uh, it just so happened to go that way. Obviously, uh, you know, our Texas uh, state shirt is pretty popular. Uh, as you know, people in Texas are very prideful. So that was kind of like a, an easy thing for them to adapt. And then, uh, you know, we had the flag shirt, which was also pretty popular. And then I just saw kind of opportunities. Uh, we have a, a California-inspired design, which is essentially the uh, California Republic flag. But instead of a bear, there's uh, a long-haired wiener dog. So kind of mesh those those two things in, kind of the, uh, the state or country pride, um, you know, with the pride of, of their animal. So it just so happened that way. It wasn't kind of by design, but uh, that's what people responded to. And that's kind of uh, the way we've been heading and, you know, we'll yeah. see kind of what the future, what people demand. So. Yeah, definitely. Do you have, do you have a bestseller like of, of those designs? Um, 
actually surprisingly kind of we have just like a house branded type of shirt where it's just basically our logo uh, our name logo but i think that has a lot to do with the uh, the color it's like a uh, kind of like a teal which is a popular color like a tiff blue style and uh, it's a baseball shirt so i think a lot of that has to do with like the color selection of that and then um the uh, the american flag one is a pretty popular one uh probably second to that yeah definitely so I want to fill in the listeners um, how I found Mark and American Doxy. And so I live here in Austin. Uh, Mark, where do you live? Houston? Uh, just outside of Houston and Pearland. Yeah, so just maybe 12 miles south of downtown Houston. Yeah, so with with the Instagram craze, everybody scrolls through that like, like crazy. So my wife is obsessed with dachshunds, uh, more so than, than even myself. Um, so she kept sending me these these links to uh, American Doxy's uh, Instagram page saying, look how cute this is, this is, you know, and I'm like, cool, mm-hmm. I like it. Um, then one day we found out that you were going to be at an event nearby um, close to where I was working. So this, I think it was called Doctoberfest. Is that the event? Yeah, that's right, over in, uh, in Austin. Yeah, dude, so I'm working at the the domain there. And on my lunch break, I head over and track you down specifically with, she had like a shopping list. She's like, get the phone case, get the hat. Get the... <laughs> I literally like grabbed as much stuff as I could find. And that actually was cool. Cause I actually got to meet you face to face and talk for a minute about your business. So that's how I ran into you. Yeah. I remember it very vividly. We were chatting earlier and, uh, I just remember you, you shook my hand very firmly and then like, that's something you always remember. And you kind of said, you know, I appreciate what you guys are doing or, you know, your, your effort and, you know, we've been checking you out on Instagram. So it kind of, it kind of means a lot because nobody, I guess, realizes the, the work goes on behind the scenes unless you kind of run your own business and kind of the things that aren't really, you know, shown uh, at the forefront, but uh, kind of all the work that goes into it. So it's always uh, nice to chat with, you know, somebody who's owned a business before and get that kind of nod. Definitely. Yes. I mean, I think for a lot of people that look through Instagram and they're shopping that way, they don't have a clue how much goes into, you know, producing a product. And, and, you know, some of the products out there are, are probably just shipped in from Alibaba or something. But I I feel like if they were to look at your, your business and see how much work goes into it, they'd be very impressed. Yeah, I think uh, going on that note, uh, like you mentioned, kind of drop shipping or that, you know, in the uh, in the T-shirt business, it's kind of been similar uh, third party fulfillment with stuff like print on demand. So print on demand is basically kind of like an inkjet printer printing, you know, one at a time T-shirts. So there's no minimum order, unlike traditional screen printing where it's a batch process. So basically you can start up a store um, without the need to invest in inventory or do minimum runs or, you know, so it's very, it's not very costly, but uh, with that technique, the quality of your product goes down, you know, shirts fall apart and, you know, basically you have no overhead uh, investment if you want to start a store. So there's more risk when you get into stuff like uh, more of like a home brand with traditional screen printing and things like that. So there's kind of really more at stake and, you know, you're really, you're really in it. Yep. Yep. Um, can you give us a little bit of backstory and kind of how you got started? Yeah. So essentially, um, you know, before that I was basically doing uh, a lot of kind of freelance uh, 
web work and graphic design and just kind of, you know, picking up projects uh, here and there, different clients. But, you know, that's kind of really didn't excite me because it was all the same thing. And then uh, I basically had these little side projects, little passion projects of design, even if they, I weren't, wasn't going to take them anywhere. It's just, you know, doodles and stuff like that and concepts. And uh, I was doing, I think I made a few, you know, docs and related poster gifts or, and had some designs and somebody saw them and they said, well, you should start, you know, doing t-shirts and uh you know from there it kind of just you know went on a hunch and went to a screen printer didn't really know what screen printers were in town what my options were I didn't know the process really of screen printing it's just like you know hey we print shirts type of thing and uh you know uh went to the shop and said well I want you know something that's comfortable what are good good garments to use you know the uh the store owner said, well, these are a little bit more expensive, but people like them more and you'll get, you know, kind of a better overall product. So uh, I just said, print me a hundred of these and all these, you know, plethora of colors. And uh, after that, I had kind of, you know, my first, my first batch. And uh, there happened to be a, a wiener dog specific show. It's pretty funny. If you've ever been to them, they have like dog races and, you know, the whole novelty is it's, it's, it's pretty comedic. Um, people race their dogs and they're just there for fun, but uh, kind of just goes to show the enthusiasm of the breed itself. But uh, we had a little vendor booth and, you know, I brought my hundred shirts on a table, didn't really have, you know, a proper setup or anything. And uh, we ended up selling close to all of our shirts before lunchtime. So, uh, you know, that was kind of like, whoa, you know, this was kind of just a little fun thing or just a little tried out to, you know, this could be, you know, something real. Hmm. Um, and from there, uh, it kind of really took off, but I guess what I, what I gathered at that event was just um, observing what people were, why they were gravitating it towards us. There were other dog shirts vendors there, um, you know, apparel vendors, but I think the biggest feedback was, you know, the design connects with the audience. Uh, not only the design, the materials used are much softer. So people were, you know, after something they want to actually wear. And uh, I think that's what really, pushed me into kind of a user centric um, approach into what I do. I'm not making shirts for myself because, you know, I don't need to make hundred shirts for myself, but if you're not listening to your audience, they're the ones that are effectively going to purchase your product. So uh, I think that's, that was really important for me to kind of realize what was good about the shirt, what people were saying, what they wanted to see, what type of cuts they like Um, just taking it all in and uh, kind of listening to the market. Yes, I agree. And uh, I don't know if I'm as good at doing that. I used to sew and make bags, mm-hmm. um, but I always was, was really wanting to do my own thing. <laughs> you know, this is yeah. my way. Right, right. But yeah, you got to listen to the feedback. Definitely. If you want to be successful. Yeah, I think there's like a fallacy with, um, you know, sometimes we pride ourselves and I've, you know, I'm guilty of it too. It's like, Oh, this, this is an awesome design because I like it or, you know, but it's like, well, you know, the the market will dictate the demand. So it could be awesome, but if nobody's buying, then it's just sitting on the shelf. Um, And uh, you know, it's a combination of things. So you got to kind of, you got to, your designs have to also reflect kind of like your values or your, your style, but at the same time, there's other factors to consider too. Awesome, man. Let me ask this. So 
with all the kind of work involved in your business, like what is the most fulfilling part? What do you enjoy the most about it? Um, I mean, there's probably a couple things. There's, I think what excites me still at this point is just in general product development. It's like when you have a concept in your head and then, uh, especially if it's the first time making a certain type of product or something, you know, so it's like, well, it all starts with clicking buttons on your mouse and, and it stems from an idea. And then you kind of look at, uh, physical things like the mediums, the materials, you know, where you're going to source that from, uh, you get it shipped to your, you know, your place of business. And then how are you going to piece it together to, you know, end up with your final product. So I think definitely just, you know, coming out with a new design and then trying new, new techniques or, or what have you, or different inks, uh, and then just seeing it when it's ready. That's always exciting, right? Cause it's kind of that anticipation Yes. Um, it's, it's like ordering something from Amazon where it's like half the journey is in the, you know, you're waiting for that two day prime to come. And then, you know, I think the buildup is, is really exciting. Um, so definitely, you know, product development for me right now, uh, it still keeps me kind of moving anytime I can, you know, design, I'm, I'm kind of a night owl. So I'll be design, sorry, designing between, you know, one and 3am. That's just, you know, when my brain works for that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, so that keeps me going. And then, uh, I guess uh, feedback from customers uh, and uh, you know, for the most part it's positive and it's very encouraging and it kind of keeps us to do what we're doing. Um, when somebody says, you know, I've never seen anything like this, be it, you know, the kind of just going all in on a wiener dog brand, but taking it seriously out of the kind of the tacky, you know, cheap clothing uh, segment and actually making something comfortable people want to wear. Um, so just getting that feedback from people, I always love doing events just to see the reactions and the response. Um, so yeah, those are definitely two things that keep me going. Awesome, man. I, I spoke to you a minute ago. Tell people about your dogs. Do you have a couple of wiener dogs yourself? Yeah. So, uh, actually before I started, uh, I didn't have a wiener dog, but we always had, you know, my in-laws have a couple wiener dogs and kind of just always had them in the family type of thing. And then uh, we were at uh, a fundraiser event where we were selling T-shirts and we were raising some money for one of the docks and rescues. And uh, our first dog came in uh, from somebody who actually rescued it. It was being abused and they just took it right to the uh, the event. And, uh, you know, I saw that dog and it was it was so tiny. And I said, there's no way, you know, that my wife, my now wife is going to let me leave without adopting that dog. So that was kind of our first dog. And uh, she's like a, um, what you call like a miniature smooth dachshund. And she's a red, so she's kind of like that brown short haired color. And then uh, we got another black and tan dog uh, in about May of last year. So we've got two of them now. Awesome. Yeah, they're they're fun, man. So much fun. Yeah, they're they're little goofballs and they'll, they, they're a lot, uh, you know, they think they're bigger than they really are. So they'll, you know, they'll express that. And, you know, they're, I guess they're brave, but kind of in a, <laughs> in a dumb way. Heck. Let me ask you, uh, so I'm wondering if you have any favorite experiences um, that have kind of spawned from this whole experience of building the company. Um, I guess, uh, I don't know if any experience in particular kind of mentioned, you know, the things that kind of fuel me that can kind of link back to that. But uh, I guess just uh, knowing that 
you know, just because you haven't done something doesn't mean you don't have the ability to create. Um, I always kind of try to stay humble with the fact that, you know, I, when I was growing up, kind of growing up through that, when the internet was just coming about in the kind of mid-90s. Uh, so, you know, I remember life before internet, but, you know, it's just amazing how much, if you just get on Google and YouTube and all the resources at your disposal to learn, I think are a big thing. So you can go from kind of zero to almost expert in a field, you know, uh, within a year or something, if you put enough time into it. So, um, you know, just, just kind of looking back, I guess, reflecting on like, if, if you ever see a challenge, you can say, well, there was a point where I didn't know anything about this, but you know, I have knowledge in it now or it's, you know, it's, it's just like a photography. I had no idea how to use a, a DSLR camera but now I'm getting a lot more confident. You know, I do a lot of the uh, kind of Instagram lifestyle shots and people say they turn out great. And I've had people say, can you photograph my dog? I'll pay you type of thing. So, you know, coming from a year of having no knowledge in a field to having people want to pay you a few bucks just to, you know, shoot their dog, um, you know, photos. Uh, you know, it, I think if you apply yourself, you use the resources, um, you can definitely go places. It's just a matter of if you want to invest the time and how you invest the time. Yes. It sounds like you really enjoy the journey of it, of entrepreneurship. I think so, really. Um, I work, you know, a lot of hours and, you know, it's not, we're not like a multi-million dollar company and I can just work 20 hours a week or the, the four hour work week or whatever it is. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of hours put in, but a lot of the times it doesn't feel like work because uh, it's very passion driven. And uh, I think once you find that thing that, that, uh, that pushes you, you know, I think that can really take you, you know, break barriers compared to, you know, I know people that are making good money uh, in more of a corporate setting, but they're just not happy and money is not a motivator. Um, kind of when I was in college, one of my teachers was, was telling me that, uh, you know, money is a byproduct of providing um, a product or service of value to somebody. Um, but once you figure out how to create that positive experience or that, you know, that quality product, the money will come, um, you know, not to say that you just make it and appears. There's also like marketing efforts and getting your name out there. But uh, I think when you start with good intentions and good quality and just, you know, try not to alienate people or, you know, these type of fly-by-night operations, I think there's there's definitely opportunity there. I love it, man. Yeah, a takeaway for me is that Mark's designs and products really bring people joy and make them feel like they're part of something. I mean, for example, like when my wife's walking around with one of her shirts on, she's constantly getting stopped and people are asking about it and followed up with a conversation about their dogs. You know, so you're, you're really building a dachshund tribe. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, kind of sometimes I wear the stuff around. It's like, oh, it's good advertising. And then like somebody will usually half the time stop me and say, you know, here's a business card and this is what we do. So I think uh, especially, you know, just dog enthusiasts and anytime you kind of enter the like a niche or an interest group um, and you and somebody kind of relates to that, uh, you know, whether it be you know, biking, or, I mean, you mentioned skateboarding, right? There's always this kind of connection, or it's like how Jeep drivers kind of always wave, or there's that little, you know, kind of tribe type of thing. But, uh, you know, 
be it dogs or whatever, whatever, there's, there's always this, uh, kind of connection between people that they make. So that's awesome, man. Let me ask you, is there any new products or upcoming events that you'd like to kind of share with us? Uh, yes. Or just kind of, you know, I think in 2018, we want to obviously push more, um, more designs and things like that. So we're always kind of, uh, getting a feel for the market and asking people what they want to see or, you know, different cuts. So uh, we definitely have some stuff in the, in the pipeline, uh, trying to get more into the kind of themed, uh, events, like we're doing like a St. Patrick's day, you know, wiener dog shirt. So, um, I try to find a way of incorporating the, the theme of St. Patrick's day with a wiener dog and then just trying not to make it, you know, trying to make it kind of funny or something people would want to wear. Um, so more of those type of, type of items. And then, uh, obviously we have in Texas, uh, wiener dog events are pretty, are a pretty big thing. Um, especially they do like wiener dog races, like I mentioned before, where it's basically like kind of horse racing and then they have the dogs lined up and then, you know, they kind of just haul butt over to the finish line. Um, so we definitely have some of those in, um, Buda, Texas. Uh, so just South of Austin, maybe what, like 15, 20 miles. Is it? Yeah. I, uh, I'm, Definitely going to try to be at that. Event. Yeah, that's probably, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's like the world's biggest wiener dog gathering event. Um, we were there last year and it was a two day event from, I want to say like eight or 9am till about five in the evening. And they just do races and they, they have like non wiener dog races and stuff like that. And uh, so we, we did that. That was our first year. We've done that event last year and uh, we totally killed it. And then, you know, we had, you know, the vendor beside me was like, I've never seen anyone kind of like line up to wait for product like that, but it was just our target audience. So we just, you know, totally connected, I think. And uh, this year kind of made it a point to be a, to the event coordinator. It's like, I, we need to be right beside um, the, the staging event or the, uh, the racing event area, just cause you know, our product is directly related to that. So uh, I think uh, we'll definitely have a good, a uh, good turnout and uh, you know, do well over there for sure. Definitely. I can't wait to be there. Awesome, Mark. Um, I just want to thank you, man, for taking the time to be on the show today. I think the guests are really going to enjoy it. Um, it's been nice talking with you, man. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to inform the guests of where they can find you and, and send them your way. But again, thanks a lot, Mark. I'll talk to you soon. Appreciate you. Podcast listeners, please take a closer look at American Doxy on Instagram. And if you're not a dachshund guy, I'm sure you know people that are. So go ahead and uh, forward that over or tag your friends on to American Doxy. It's at American Doxy. You can also find them online at AmericanDoxy.com. So uh, be sure to check those guys out. And thank you for tuning into the podcast today.